Hey everybody, welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name's Jamie French, and you are listening to uh, yet another TGQ&A episode. The only show that is uh, precisely this show. So, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, hey, looks like we got somebody in the room already here on the YouTube. Uh, it is Red Fox. Red Fox, how you doing? Hey, pretty lady. Seriously, the glasses are um, lesser than sign three. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, I actually need them now. I actually need these glasses now. Um, okay, so uh, real quick thing before we uh, dive right into the uh, questions. Um, and I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. This is just like a little disclaimer. Well, it's not even a disclaimer. It's just a, just a bit of news. Just a bit of news. Uh, personal news, so I'll keep it short. How long can I keep this going? Drum roll, please. Fuck my life. I'm, uh, I'm sober now. So there's that. I'm sober now. Um, and I aim to stay that way. Uh, it's been about a week and a half since my last drink. I said, well, well, the, what the fuck is that? It's been a week and a half since all of us last drank. Now, I'm, I was an alcoholic. I am an alcoholic. And a week and a half for me is a pretty big deal. So I won't go into details. I'm not going to bore you with a big, long story or anything. But just know that uh, Jamie's now twice as uncool because I quit smoking in uh, November, and now I'm no longer drinking. So why even why even show up and, and hang out with me? I'm like the the squarest motherfucker at the party. Um, so let's uh, let's see if this is the train wreck that I fear it's going to be, because uh, I usually do these nice and soused. Um, so uh, let's let's see if this is the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, say hi to the room real quick. See who's showing up. Uh, uh, Lyra, hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, here's a name I haven't, I don't recall seeing before in the room. Uh, Mido Med, is, if that's how you say that. Greetings, Miss Jamie. Well, greetings to you, new listener. Um, and thanks for the support, Red Fox. Okay, so uh, I'll get back to the room towards the end of the show. Oh, hey, Don. Um so let me go ahead and get to the uh, the questions. And if anybody's wondering, for those that are watching this rather than listening to it, uh, this what I have in here in this cup. This is not alcohol. This is tea, Earl Grey, hot, um, and it's wonderful. Hold on. All right, so we're gonna start with emails first. Uh, see what you guys have been writing in to this fair show. Uh, let's see. It says uh, hi. This is from Evelyn. Um, there are several questions here. Uh, first one is, were you ever into skateboarding or BMX? As a little kid, I loved the idea of skateboarding. Um, I only ever had the cheapo plastic Toys R Us skateboards. Uh, I think I might have had something close to a real skateboard, but it was like a wooden skateboard, but it was still like from Walmart or something. Uh, and, and I could never, I could never do it. I couldn't even ride on the motherfucker, let alone do tricks or ollies or jump over the cat or anything like that. Um, just, just horrible at it. And, uh, and let that boat sail at like the age of nine, you know, um, and never fucked with a skateboard again. Now bikes, on the other hand, bikes, you want to ride bikes? Yes. Let's ride bikes. That was, that was my fucking jam. That was all of my childhood and early adolescence, and mid to late adolescence. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was all my life uh, 
up to like 20, I'd say. Because uh, I used to ride a bike to work as well. And BMX, that was that was my flavor. Um, now, again, growing up somewhat poor, like usually living with my mom as a family of divorce, she had less money than my dad did. So when I was living with mom, uh, we would always have a bike, but it would be, you know, it would be a huffy uh, of some sort. Um, but then, you know, you spend a couple years with dad and that's where you, that's where you get the actual BMX diamond back, maybe a mongoose or something like that. Something nice and cherry. Uh, yeah, man, those are fucking salad days. Always had, uh, I forget all the terms and stuff now, but we used to, we used to go around with the BMX bikes and we like used to mix and match parts and take apart bikes and put them together again. Uh, we had a blast doing that and we were gone from like, fucking after school till uh, late into the night. We used to get in a lot of trouble just riding bikes fucking everywhere. And it was amazing. Um, but yeah, I always had pegs and shit. There was always some kid on the back or the front of my bike or I was on somebody's bike, you know. Uh, wonderful, wonderful times. Uh, loved BMX bikes so much that uh, back in 2010, I put out a little uh, vanity solo album. It had like 21 songs on it. And... Um, and one of one of the songs was about that. In fact, um, I will post a link to that song uh, all about my fucking twelve year old love of, of, of with BMX bikes in the description. Uh, and in, enjoy that, I dare you. Uh, let's see. So let's get to the second question. Uh, second question says, um, I was recently shown some outtakes from an adult film shoot by a friend who is a camera woman. Uh, the outtake that made me laugh most was when one lady sneezed along the erect shaft of a man she was performing with. Oh, that's just lovely. Uh, thankfully, all involved laugh it off. <laughs> I'm laughing now. But I was wondering, uh, was uh, have you ever had an outtake that you still laugh at? Absolutely, I do. And, God, I've I've threatened to post this somewhere. I think I may have it one time, but it, it totally escapes me where I where I may have posted it. But um, and again, uh, for maybe first time listeners, why well, I always gotta I always gotta put this little preface in here when I, when I start handling these adult themed questions. I'm in the adult entertainment industry, working porn, sex worker, blah, the whole bit. So if you're easily offended or triggered or whatever it is, you just, sex is gross. Please change the channel. But uh, but I do that and uh, keeps a roof over my head. And here and I fuck up a lot. I fuck up a lot, and most of it gets captured on film. But the one that sticks out in my mind um, always when thinking about uh, bloopers, uh, as it were. Um, and I'll make it real quick. I'll I'll try to slip right through this one. And that word is key: slip. Uh, let's just say. Let's just say I had a guy over, and let's just say that my legs were in the air, being held in the air. Um, to get some leverage, I was held up off the ground by a, a kind of a, is it a duvet, kind of a footstool type thing. I think I'm using duvet wrong. Um, right in, if I'm not. Uh, but it was, it had this black vinyl covering so it was real slick and I was all lubed up and this guy has my legs in the air and is just going to town and every time he thrusts I slip a little bit further and a little bit further off of this big round black 
footstool type thing that's about a foot and a half off the ground and uh one thrust too many and i go sl- i sliding like full full it felt like it was 30 miles an hour right off the goddamn thing fell down almost broke my back completely smashed my head on the uh on the wall behind me and and the the dude had just went fucking ghost white. He's, he he thought he'd like really really hurt me. I'm losing my shit. Oh god. And the thing is, I got it on film. I will have to I will have to find a safe place to post that and make it free to view. Um, maybe maybe uh, maybe I can put it somewhere up on my Manny Vids page and make it public. Um, uh, but I'll, I'll work on that. I'll work on that. Uh, but yeah, de- describing it is nowhere near as fun as watching it. So, but that is definitely a thing that I'll try to make available to y'all. It's not sexy. It is, <laughs> it is not sexy at all. Um, it's it's wonderful. Uh, let's get to question three. Uh, beehive hairdos. Okay, that's okay. We're, we're going to a weird place here. Beehive hairdos. Is there still a place for them outside of rockabilly and vintage cars? What kind of question is that? Who? I haven't, who thinks of beehive hairdos? <laughs> you butthole. Um, this is a goof question, obviously. Is there a place for them? There's not, there's no place for them. Um, unless, unless you're on a, maybe, maybe like a, during a heist, maybe you want to have somebody with a beehive hairdo, you know, someplace you could stash the goods, you know, especially if it's like petty crimes. Like if you're, if you're poor and you're young and, you don't got a lot of food. Maybe you make a friend with somebody that has a beehive hairdo, because um, you don't want to wear one. You wouldn't want to be that asshole. Somebody that has one, nah. But make a friend with somebody that does, and uh, bring them along with you on your little, um, you know, go to the grocery store, go to the Dollar General, wherever you get to steal candy bars and things of uh, uh, poor nutritious value, and you just pop them right into the fucking beehive hairdo. Other than that. I can't think of a reason why anybody would have them. And if I was in a rockabilly band or uh, owned a vintage a vintage car, I wouldn't want somebody with a beehive hairdo around my shit or around my fucking band or in my audience because that shit. Fuck. Dude, fuck you with that question. <laughs> Thank you for that question. Um, and then I got a PS. Uh, PS. Uh, Gumball is on his way uh, to you along with some snacks. Would you like me to keep an eye out for any of the other set? Okay, so... A uh, real quick explanation. There's one of my favorite, I think one of my favorite cartoons ever made and one of the best cartoons ever made. If not, I don't, it's it's hard. It's it's tying with something. It's tying with something. But one of the best cartoons ever made is called The Amazing World of Gumball. And it's, uh, you can find it on the Cartoon Network and on the internet. Um, and I've never seen such a fun, free-spirited, irreverent, intelligent, uh, I feast like of animation. Uh, everything about the show is perfect. Timing, jokes are a mile a minute. Uh, it just it's it can make you laugh. Obviously, it can make you cry. Like it can, and it's just a kids show, which is to do a complete disservice to the show. the The amazing world of Gumball is just a complete disservice to call it a kids show. It's for everyone. Um, and and I wish I wish it had more, um, more of a a, a widespread audience. Uh, I think parents might know if parents are paying attention. 
Um, but I wish I had a cartoon like that when I was growing up as a kid. And I'm, I'm very thankful that I have one now. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, that's the amazing world of gumball. And apparently McDonald's, uh, where, um, Evelyn lives over in England, uh, they have, cause it's, that show's actually made in England. Go figure a really well-made show is made over in Europe. Um, of course it is. Uh, but they they have little gumball toys in their happy meals right now. And, Evelyn's sending me the gumball toys. Uh, she's sending me the principal character, but uh, asking if I want any of the other ones. Yes, I do. I do. And when you send them, I'll pay for shipping and everything. But I want those, and I want them. I'm going to place them somewhere in front of the camera uh, so you can see them on the show because that's awesome and that's amazing. And I'm very excited to get those. Um, and uh, let's, oh, I guess that's it. Evelyn, thank you so much for the questions and for these um, uh, fucking Happy Meal toys that you're sending my way. Really appreciate it. Uh, I think that's it for emails. Uh, so where was I? Ah, we're going to get to some more questions. And these questions are going to come from uh, our, our our nice little CuriousCat.com. Curious Cat is what it is. Um. And I just got to pull it up here. And there she is. Okay. Looking through these questions on CuriousCat.com. Uh, I feel like my mouth is dry. Hold on. Ah, there we are. Okay. Hope that's better. I'm looking through these questions. I got seven of them. These are all garbage sex questions. Uh, these are ridiculous. I can't answer these. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and answer them. We'll start from the top. Uh... Oh boy. Anonymous asks, um, would you dress up like Miss Pac-Man and gobble guy's dick while begging for his pellets? In quotation marks. Uh, well, the, there's a short answer and a long answer. And the short answer is no. But the long answer is, okay, so, No. Uh, Anonymous also asks, uh, what's your favorite color? Well, all the colors of the rainbow. Just love them. Just love No, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I switch between, uh, pink and yellow. Uh, and, and then I get really indecisive. And next year it might be fucking blue. I don't know. I don't know. Who could pick? They're all just so wonderful. All the colors of the rainbow. Hey, what's your favorite color? You just bite my asshole okay uh, anonymous also asks uh, do you eat ass uh when when do i feel like i'm eating ass right now you know oh <laughs> uh, boy yeah i miss drinking but i think this is fine this is going fine right guys this is going fine <laughs> oh god uh anonymous asks uh what is the biggest thing you've ever had in your butt your mom <laughs> Uh, no, watch some of my videos. You can see, uh, I got some, I got some really big toys that I play with, um, yeah, on set. Uh, uh, I don't know that I need to be crude about it and explain every little detail, but, uh, go to tsjamiefrench.com and, uh, bam, you'll see, you'll see. Uh, let's see, um, Anonymous also asks, uh, who fucks you like an animal? Who gets you closer to God? I hate Nine Inch Nails. Nah, I, I like them a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, if they're background music at a party. Um, but uh, 
I don't know. I guess who fucks you like an animal? Well, again, you might want to go to tsjamiefresh.com. Here I am. Um, I can't put the links in the description. I don't think it's. I don't think I'm gonna get kicked off of YouTube for saying that URL out loud. But uh, yeah, if you want to see, head on over to my site. Bam, you get an eyeful. Uh, Anonymous asks, um, "What do you look for in a relationship?" Oh well, this is okay. This is interesting. Um, I don't know that I at at my age, I don't know that I look for anything in a relationship. I okay. So tell story time. Story time. I'm not gonna blow up anybody's spot, but I had somebody hit me up. We'll say it's yesterday or the day before yesterday on Twitter, needing somebody to talk to. Wanted my advice about something, um, and. Uh, they were going through some relationship troubles, uh, some problems with their ex, and they were very, very heartbroken. Um, and they were in a, like a really one-sided kind of situation where uh, the person I was talking to cared everything in the world about what was going on, and the person that they liked didn't give a shit and was not emotionally invested in what was going on. So this person was going through their own like little private hell you know, just completely heartbroken, uh, feeling completely disenfranchised and and uh, all alone and just needed somebody to talk to. And so we got to going back and forth. And and they, they started with the kind of usual language that you hear from heartbroken people, especially people that are in their 20s. Um, not to fucking, you know, keep goofing on 20-year-olds, but there's a reason why y'all have all the problems, because you're fucking 20. Um, but they started saying the same old things like, well, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with me or what it's going to take to get a girlfriend, or, I sh okay, you're right, I should be looking for someone else. And I had to, enough of this language, I had to stop them in their tracks and say, look, no, 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 dude, you don't, you don't get it. Um, you shouldn't be looking for a relationship at all. A relationship isn't a thing that should be a, an endeavor unto itself. Uh, a relationship shouldn't be a thing that's sought after. You shouldn't just want a relationship the same way you want a hamburger. You know, um, a relationship is something that happens as a side effect of living life well. Okay. So what I mean by that is you don't just go out and get a girlfriend. You don't make it a point to – this is why I don't do the t the tenders and the things like that, you know, because that then you're making a quest out of a person, and that's, that's no way to be. Now, the best relationships I've ever had and the longest running and the most loving relationships I've ever had have happened because of where I was and who I was at that particular point in my life. Um, which is to say that the more I concentrated on making myself stable, uh, providing a foundation for myself, um, chasing after my own goals and ambitions, uh, like for me, uh, as an example, um, my thing was music and making stuff, uh, creative endeavors and, and knowing that that was my goal and that's the kind of life I wanted to live, I needed to figure out how I was going to make money 
to finance all these wonderful things that I, you know, would like to do and, and, and learning the skills that I needed to learn and being like truly in love with like the making of things and the writing of songs and the drawing of pictures and the, you know, going out and playing live music and just all these like fun, artsy fartsy things that kids are want to do. Um, and the more I concentrated on those things, the more I started planting the seeds for what it takes to acquire a relationship. Uh, see, I'm already using bad terminology for, for planting the seeds for what it takes to find yourself in one. Let's let's say it like that. Um, so, when you are actively participating in your own life and you're not just sitting down and playing video games, drinking, smoking, and doing the least amount of effort while trying to get the most amount of dopamine, it turns out that when you actually engage with yourself and try to do something, you find that you become an interesting person because you have interests and because you're chasing them and they and those interests will put you with like-minded people um and you will make real relationships based on things that are mutually important to one another and as you start being around people and you start networking and shaking hands um you inevitably and, and more importantly you're doing all this while you know making sure that you keep a roof over your head, and you'll have to do that in order to make sure that you can finance all your goals. You'll be keeping a roof over your head, keeping yourself well-fed, trying to get the right amount of sleep, trying to stay clean, trying to stay active, being healthy so that you can move forward with all these things that you love doing with your life. The more you do all that stuff, you're creating the perfect package for somebody. You're becoming what's essentially an attractive person. You think it's looks. It's not looks. Anybody can be born with a pretty face. But if you suck inside, whenever you tell somebody they're pretty, the most you're saying is, um, congratulations on the pretty face, you know? So let me rein it in. Let me rein it in. I do have a point. <laughs> You'll find that as you uh, engage with these circle of friends, you will just naturally lean into someone, and someone will naturally lean into you because you will have a, a mutual points of interest and you will have trust in somebody because they're gonna you're gonna make some friends you're gonna have them over they're gonna look around and say hey this person's on top of their shit you know and and we all already like the same things they're not fucking sitting here playing video games and shit oh god they invited me over to uh, like just enjoy a nice dinner and, and talk about this thing that we love and maybe we're gonna maybe we're on a project and we're we're hanging out so that we can make a thing or talk about, you know, spreadsheets or whatever the thing is that you do that you like doing. Um, and, and, and then you'll be with people that are as elevated as you are, healthy people. That's the key thing. And, and that the attraction will be like pure. It won't be based off of, well, you just want to fuck, you know. It's, it, it won't be – your relationship won't be because you're lonely and depressed and so you think somebody's going to come in and save you or you think that being with somebody is going to be the answer to all your questions. That's not. No, you have to be good first. So – and then and then they'll come. You'll have to fucking beat them off with the bat. You live a good life. You'll have to beat people off with the bat. Um, 
So don't go looking for a relationship. And so to answer your question there on Curious Cat, Mr. or Mrs. Anonymous, um, I don't go looking for any particular thing in a relationship. I don't go looking for one at all. If one happens, it will it will be, again, to come around all the way, it will be a side effect of me having lived the best that I can. Um and and it will it will just happen. And I'm be you know I'm confident enough. I'm gregarious enough. I got a strong handshake. I look people in the eye, and I don't dick people around. You know I know I can make a good impression. So if I'm if it's organic and it's real, and I'm feeling that you got the eye contact, the smiles last a little too long. You know you you want to hang out more and more. Uh, it, you know you, you try to you know if they're over at your place. You don't want to see them leave, but God damn it, you got work in the morning. So, okay, just just one more show, one more show. We'll watch one more show, you know? You start doing that kind of shit. Okay, at that point, I know I got the tools necessary to put my hooks in, but I'm never looking to just cast my line out. That's not, that's not the way, it, that's not cool. Um, but that knowledge only comes after years and years of making gut-wrenching, heart-exploding mistakes um so yeah i could tell you how to do it right all day long but you know in one ear out the other you're 20 you don't give a shit about what old man jamie's saying (laughs) anyway i hope that answers your question anonymous um so let's uh there's only there's only one more anonymous asks uh boy it's another one Sausages that gush or sandwiches that drip all over. Yes, that is an innuendo, and it's making me want to puke. I hate the whole sex and food thing. You just ruined sausages and sandwiches for me, man. And now I won't even be able to jerk off tonight when I'm trying to uh, fucking eat anything. Like, you just screwed up my whole fucking night. There's, I, I don't get sandwiches. I don't get sausages. I don't get to jerk off. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you for ruining my night. That was the last question. So uh, before we take off, um, let's go ahead and see if there's any questions in our little chat room here on the YouTube that I can see if there's any questions here I can answer. And then I will get the fuck out of you guys' way and uh, see if any of this even captured because we might have some technical difficulties. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm going to kind of scroll up and see if there's anything I can answer. Um, ba, 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 ba. I'm seeing I'm seeing all kinds of things about cheesesteaks. God damn it. <laughs> Try to ruin my fucking cheese. Good thing that cheesesteaks aren't a sandwich. We all know that. So cheesesteaks haven't been ruined for me. Anonymous. <clears throat> for those of you who don't know. Fucking go back to last week's episode. We have... We have discussed that cheesesteaks aren't, in fact, sandwiches. Food of the goddamn gods. Okay, so, uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. I know there, hold on, the burner line. I think we got something on the burner line. Let me see what we got here. It is Saturday, March the 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day across the podcast as well as PGQ&A. This is a Ryan Quest. Um, um, I've got a slight cold, so I'm taking it easy down here in, um, Conco Hill, Texas, but I want to give a shout-out to the kid and the crew for TG and Q&A. Anyway, you guys have a, a good podcast, and I will see you soon for the mothership. Peace! 
Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my co-host, Orion Quest, calling into the show, uh, giving, a, giving a nice little shout-out. Thank you, Orion. That's awesome. Can't wait to see you again. Uh, and I'm sure that will be sometime tomorrow. Okay, I'm looking through the room here. We have one from uh, Illyria, uh, who says, What is the best method, pick, or finger style on bass? Finger style all the way. Uh, although there are some amazing players that play with a pick, um, as soon as you take the pick out of their hand, uh, they just fumble about. If you can't play with your fingers, you fucking can't play bass. Fuck you, fight me. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's, it's all about application. You know, what, what kind of song are you playing? You know, what's the, what's the music like? What's the groove like? What's the, you know, it, it, everything, whenever, whenever you're asking yourself about how you approach an instrument or anything that has to do with music, always, always revert to this one baseline question. And that is, um, what does the song tell me I need to do? You do what the song tells you to do. If, uh, if the song needs that percussive, clicky bass sound, that's, that's what you better be playing, motherfucker. And you better have a bunch of picks to choose from. So you pick just the right one. And uh, if you need to pop and slap, you better make sure you fucking know, know your triplets, motherfucker. And uh, be able to play with your fingers. Um, you Remember, you're, you're playing bass. Uh, like a lot of people that play bass are stepping down from guitar, you know, because there's not enough bass players in the world, never will be. So every once in a while to get a gig or to fill an absentee role in a band, you got to step down, you got to play a little bass, and you'll find that that pick migrates right along with the player, and that's where you start to see a lot of bass players picking. It's just usually a matter of habit. Um, But otherwise, if you're going to take bass seriously as your primary instrument, um... Or just just to just to have the skills to do it, practice playing with your fingers. It's a ba- it's it's it needs that roundness and that warmness more more often than not. Um, and and there's just a there's just something really human about playing with your fingers that lends itself to an instrument that is literally the foundation of the music. You want to keep it simple, stupid. When you're playing bass, uh, you got your five minute solo halfway down the set. Keep it simple, play with your fingers, provide the bottom end, that's your job, learn to use your fingers. Um, Let's see here. Uh, And then, uh, I think that's it. Wired Fox says, uh, my my three fingers on my right hand were squared off from playing bass. Yes, that's how you know you're doing it right. and then Elira says, can't get the maiden sound with a pick. No, you can't. No, you cannot, indeed. Um, yes, new. Here we go. We're going to play us out. Here. Plugs first. Um, everybody go down to uh, www.approximatepodcast.com for all of our episodes in chronological order. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us all the places where these kind of things reside. Um, 
uh, send us a message at 817-673-3704. That's 817-673-3704. And we will answer you on this very show. Uh, TG Q&A and, I don't know, fucking Patreon. Go give us five bucks, man. I need ramen noodles in the worst way. Not tonight, obviously. I'm not eating tonight. But later, I'd like some ramen noodles. So go down to the fucking patreon.com backslash approximate podcast. Give me five of your dollars. I need five of your dollars. Here we go. TJ Q&A. TJ Q&A. Good night, everybody. We'll see you later.